they have a vehicle. Uh, they know what to look, what they're looking for. And uh, as far as the, the movement, uh, they have to do their best to uh, notify the public as this thing flows. Uh, uh, you know, he gets on an interstate highway. Uh, he, you know, he, he could affect a lot of areas. And there are systems in place where the public can be notified. But it's not 100%. Uh, you know, someone may be driving home from work and encounter this guy uh, not knowing who he is. So, of course, of course. Uh, it's, there's, this there's is all breaking. You know, this is all breaking. Oh, yeah. we're, we're kind of muddling through this in real time. And to that effect, Jim Maxwell, thank you for that. Stand by. Don't leave, Jim. Um, okay. I want to just reset. We're at the top of the hour right now. It is 10 o'clock Eastern. And we are following a breaking story that is unfortunately uh, yet another tragic mass shooting that we are having to report to you. This one, when I say mass, may be an understatement. It is happening in Lewiston, Maine, at least at last report. That's where this man was on the loose. The picture you're seeing on your screen, um, according to the Sun Journal, local newspaper reporting, is 40-year-old Robert Card. 40-year-old Robert Card. Police say the man on your screen is responsible for opening fire and at least three different locations. And that gunfire has resulted in upwards of 22 people dead so far, according to multiple reports, and potentially 50 to 60 people shot and injured, according to several reports as well. At this point, the be on the lookout was for the area, but now the Sun Journal is reporting that he may be driving a white Subaru Outback. We have a picture of that vehicle, and it is his vehicle. What I can't tell you is at what stage of this criminal activity this picture was captured, presumably on some kind of surveillance camera, maybe outside of one of the locations uh, that have been logged so far as shooting locations. This could have been the shooter getting out of his vehicle, leaving the door open for a quick exit, or the shooter getting out of his vehicle uh, and shooting in a hurry, maybe having not returned. But we do have this one report from the Sun Journal uh, that he may be driving that white Subaru Outback. So at this point, there is a shelter in place. The, the main state police telling everyone in the area of Lewiston, um, asking them to shelter in place. Please stay inside your home with doors locked. Law enforcement is currently investigating at two locations. This is outdated. We know now there are three. Again, please stay off the streets and allow law enforcement to defuse the situation. If you see any suspicious activity or individuals, please call 911 updates to follow. Uh, that uh, is the last that we have heard from the Maine State Police in terms of the shelter in place. But it is clear that if you are in any area within driving distance of the um, city of Lewiston in Maine, uh, it would be prudent to take this kind of heed and uh, be extraordinarily cautious about your whereabouts and perhaps even consider sheltering in place. This is an AR-15 styled um, weapon that this man is wielding. And as Jim Maxwell pointed out very astutely, those cargo pants are packed full, potentially with additional ammunition, Certainly he came loaded for bear in order to inflict the amount of damage he's already inflicted and kill the number of people he's already killed, upwards of 22, according to multiple reports, potentially inflict the kind of damage that would leave up to 60 people injured. Again, if you missed it, we just reported just a short time ago that the um, medical situation is dire. Central Maine Health Care said that 
Central Maine Medical Center is reacting to a mass casualty mass shooter event. At this time, there are no specifics to share on the number of casualties. But we also know that Central Maine Medical Center asked for uh, medical helicopter aid from Boston, from a Boston hospital. They were expected to be picking up victims at the Auburn Lewiston Municipal Airport to bring to the Boston area hospitals. And by that, you can read that Lewiston is overloaded. With that many injuries, Lewiston needs help of neighboring hospitals, neighboring communities, even the neighboring state of Maine. I want to bring in Joseph Scott Morgan. He is a forensic analyst, distinguished scholar of applied forensics at Jacksonville State University. He's also more uh, commonly referred to as a death investigator. So, Joe, I'm going to ask you to be frank with me here in terms of the the weapon that you're seeing, the report being that it's an AR-styled assault rifle, the kind of damage that's been inflicted and the kinds of injuries that these health care centers are going to be receiving. Can you help us sort of think through that? Yeah, the trauma is going to be absolutely de- uh, just devastating. As as the previous uh, uh, gentleman had mentioned, uh, this platform uses 5.56, also civilian .223 caliber. Uh, 5.56 is actually the same uh, ammo that our military uses. So when you see our troops deployed around the world, that's the most common uh, caliber you're going to see. But it can also be chambered. Uh, also for 7.62, which is even a more robust round. Um, and so it is equipped uh, with a scope uh, so that you can target uh, target your uh, your the individuals, uh, the citizens uh, more accurately. Uh, what they're going to see, Ash, I uh, hate to be so grim, but a lot of these numbers that you're hearing about injured, I anticipate, based upon other stories like this that you and I have covered over the years, that that number of fatalities will probably grow. We hope that it won't. Uh, but with with these types of injuries that you can sustain like this, uh, you're going to have devastating internal injuries, um, which would facilitate um, extensive surgical repair dependent upon where they're hit. Um, and the rounds themselves are devastating and they're made for a very specific purpose. And so with that said, um, what they're doing at the scene right now, they're having to triage all of these individuals that are injured and keep in mind, there are dead that are there. So they're trying to go around and assess the situation as it stands right now, recover those that might be living uh, that might be in a state of shock at this point, try to triage them out there. When you mentioned buses just a moment ago, I can only imagine that EMS was almost immediately overloaded in this set of circumstances. Uh, who knows? They might be utilizing buses to get people to the hospitals. I've been involved in cases where they have to load up individuals into squad cars and get them there as expeditiously as possible because time is of the essence. You're going to have a lot of mass hemorrhage that's going on with these cases. Surgeons will be working through the night. That's why they're trying to get these uh, victims down to Boston. And they've got multiple hospitals that they can take them to there. Hospitals in Maine are just going to be absolutely overwhelmed with the volume they're going to be seeing. And like you said, the the surgeries 
Just the yeah. multiple, multiple surgeries that will be ongoing with this kind of weaponry. Um, Joe, uh, hold for a moment, if you will. Mm-hmm. I just want to let our audience know that President Biden has now been briefed on what's happening in Lewiston, Maine, on this mass casualty situation. Again, if you're just joining us, we are looking at the possibility of upwards of 22 people shot dead, according to multiple reports, and upwards of 50 to 60 people shot and injured according to multiple reports. Uh, The shooter that you're looking at on your screen, allegedly, 40-year-old Robert Card, according to the Sun Journal newspaper, local reporting in that area. I want to bring in Alex Capriello. He is our News Nation correspondent who is live in Massachusetts right now. Do you know anything more, Alex, about this shooter? Um, I mean, I'm looking at a picture. I've got a name. I know very little else. Yeah, right now I'm just combing through all of my sources trying to figure out more about who this person is. Obviously, you've been saying his name. It's highly reported uh, just about everywhere. Robert Card, 40 years old. Um, I'm seeing early reports about a prior criminal history, uh, potentially also some military background. Obviously, these are all things that News Nation is going to seek to confirm independently. Uh, But this obviously would speak to that high level of sophistication that we see in those pictures when holding that weaponry. If this is indeed somebody that has military experience, obviously they know what they're doing when they have a firearm in their hand. So right now, uh, obviously, we're combing through all of our sources. We're talking about the police department, the state police. We do know the FBI uh, is involved in this situation. The Boston Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms is also on the way. And as you just mentioned, the president of the United States has also been briefed. So a lot of information still pouring in and a lot more to be confirmed. This is tricky, too, Alex, because, you know, we're just doing some quick on the fly research about the state of Maine. It is a permitless state. So it gets even more difficult to track. I was listening to one expert earlier on talking about the shell casings and how just getting these shell casings could help get them to the weapon, uh, which if it were a permit state might help you get to the shooter if it's a permit weapon. But as we're learning, Maine is a permitless state. So that may be a fool's errand uh, trying to to go that route at this point. I want to give you some information, Alex. I don't know if you're getting this. Just back me up if you are. Lewiston, Maine's police department has put out some information saying that they believe the front bumper of the shooter's vehicle, which again is a white Subaru Outback, they believe that front bumper may be painted black. Are your sources matching that? Yeah, that's what I'm seeing as well. It looks like a white 2013 uh, Sunday hatchback, Hyundai, yeah, excuse me, Hyundai hatchback. Um, with a black front painted bumper. Okay, Obviously, wait, hold there, hold whenever there, there's Alex. any sort of incident like this. Hold there, because you just said yes. a 2015 Hyundai hatchback. Is that what you said? No, 2013 is what I'm seeing. 2013. Actually. Okay, and I just want to tell you, a Hyundai hatchback is totally different from what the Sun Journal is reporting. They said that he may be driving a white Subaru Outback. I don't know if those vehicles look the same, if it's just a mistaken identity, or if he's got himself no. another vehicle. No, Ashley, that was me misspeaking. You're absolutely right. Okay, good, good. So we're, we're looking for a 2015 Subaru Outback still, correct? Correct. Yeah, th- correct. Listen, that's right. F- yeah, and, and what I was getting I get, to I get with, with I get the black. 
Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. With with the black bumper, this is important that police, you know, differentiate cars like this because there's a ton of these Subarus out there everywhere. But if you can have just one little detail that's different about a suspect's car, uh, then that really breaks the case wide open. People have something to focus in on, right? If they're driving down the street and they see a Subaru approaching them, they look for that one thing that police are talking about, that black bumper, right? So that's really critical details. And that picture now has been circulating widely. The one that we saw with that door open, you've been mentioning it. What was he doing leaving the door open? Was it a quick getaway? Was it a quick out to do whatever that he had intended to do? Uh, but really, this car is now a big piece of information moving forward in this investigation and something for everyone that's in that area, whether you're still in Lewiston or if he's taking off and he's elsewhere in Maine or through perhaps all of New England, they should all be on the lookout right now for this type of car. Um, Alex Capriello, stand by. And just if you can, um, just uh, alert us when you find out uh, one other piece of information in your sources. I'm going to go to our uh, News Nation senior national correspondent, Brian Enton, who's standing by live as well. Um, Brian, it's it's distressing to, to be in the middle and not know just how bad it is, while at the same time knowing it is bad. Upwards of 22 dead at this point and medical helicopters being requested from as far away as Boston to, to pick up the injured and take Take them to another state so that they can be treated. What are you hearing about the um, about the victims in this case? Yeah, Ashley, I mean, this is definitely the stage where things are very, very active and it's evolving and it's hard to track what's happening in real time. But I was just um, following four on on an app that I use uh, for aircraft, four different uh, medical helicopters, Ashley, that have been dispatched from Boston. Uh, at least one of them has already uh, landed in Lewiston, Maine. Lewiston, Maine, second um, largest city in Maine, but still it's pretty much a very, very small city, 37,000 people. So you can imagine it's not a big hospital. It's not one of these massive trauma hospitals uh, like you would see in a large city. So they are clearly just not equipped for a trauma event like this, especially because uh, from what we know at this point, it is dozens and dozens and dozens of people uh, who are injured. So they are not equipped for that. That is the reason that they are sending these helicopters from Boston, which is about two hours away, two hours uh, by car. So quite a distance, which makes sense why the helicopters for people who are uh, in, in critical, critical need would make the most sense. Again, I tracked at least four on the way to Lewiston right now. One has already landed. Also interesting, there is a state uh, police helicopter up in the air right now uh, in a sort of wooded area near Lewiston, uh, circling that area. Not sure what that means. Perhaps they got a tip that led them over to that area. Uh, you mentioned they're looking for the Subaru right now. Uh, but, but the you know... <laughs> What's awful to think about is that you've got so many people hurt and such a small hospital um, and the fact that they're just uh, trying to get people out of there as quickly as they can, Ashley. I mean, Brian, to your point that it is a small place, I mean, Lewiston is the second largest city in Maine, but it is still small and so is Maine. I mean, the entire state has a population of yeah. 1.4 million people. And then just to highlight that further, last year, total number of homicides in the entire state was 29. We already are at a count of 22 from this one killer. This murderer has at least taken 22 lives, according to multiple reports. And last year alone in the entire state, the homicide count was just 29. So it just defies, you know, belief that mm. this could happen so quickly um, and so decisively by this murderer. Um, 
And Brian, if you if you can, I'm going to stand down for one second and then let us know if you get something. I wanted to bring this TikTok, um, this brief, t- and then my version of TikTok is a timeline that I want to give you. This is from the Lewiston Sun Journal. Um, the police department will be putting together this TikTok for us, you know, soon. But until that time, we are, you know, at this point, we're reporting as we get things. So. The city's on lockdown, all 38,493 people. There is a college in that town. Bates College is in Lewiston. They're on lockdown. Fire, police, and rescue personnel descended upon the Spare Time Recreation Center. That's the bowling alley. It's on a street called Mullison Way. That happened at about 7.15 p.m. That's about three hours almost to the minute ago. 7.15 Eastern Time. Uh, Report came in, simple, we hear it all the time, active shooter. So the first report, 7.15 tonight, three hours ago. Shortly after, and I can't tell you how shortly, but shortly after reports came in, there was another shooting at the Schmengi's Bar and Grill restaurant on Lincoln Street. Lewiston PIO Derek St. Laurent told uh, the Sun Journal that at about 8.15 p.m., so one full hour after the first shootings were reported and roughly two hours ago to the minute, A third shooting was reported at the Walmart Distribution Center on Alfred A. Plourd Parkway. So that is the timeline. Over the course of two hours, three locations, that shooter. Apparently, we're just hearing about one shooter at this point. About, I want to say, half an hour ago, there was one news outlet that suggested they thought there might be... um, a suspect in custody. We are not hearing that. That has not been confirmed, and nor have I seen it reported again. So we're going to stay away from that report at this time. 22 at this point dead. Um, upwards of 60 injured and hospitals from far and wide being requested for their assistance, even if they are in another state. 40-year-old Robert Card, apparently on the run at this point, may be driving a white Subaru, excuse me, a white Subaru Outback 2013 uh, with a black painted bumper. We're going to put together more information. Again, the president has been briefed. Brief break. Back right after this. Our continuing breaking news and our rolling coverage of this tragedy unfolding in Lewiston, Maine. It is sad to report, but this is the sign of the times. An active shooter, a man who is armed with an assault-style rifle. You can see him right there apparently responsible for taking at least 22 lives, as multiple reports have the body count, and potentially shooting and injuring upwards of 60 people. This is the man, and the Sun Journal newspaper says he is 40-year-old Robert Card. The police had said that they believed he might be driving a white Subaru Outback with a black bumper. We're just getting a report from the Sun Journal now that that car police believed he was driving has actually been found near the Lisbon boat dock on Frost Hill Avenue near Route 90, 196, if you know that area. And actually, someone who does know that area is Dan Charns. He's a former anchorman in Maine. He works for our affiliate now, KLAS in Las Vegas. Uh, Dan, are you with me? Can you hear me? Yep, Ashley, it's actually David, but I'm glad you're here. I'm, I'm glad so sorry. Here. So many names coming at me. I apologize. David Charns. Okay, David, I need to ask you, because you know the local lay of the land. There's a city councilman who is saying uh, this, and I just want you to, to, to weigh in on this statement. The hospitals are not really well-equipped to handle this many victims in the Lewiston area. Uh, he is calling in, they are calling in, or he is calling for all off-duty staff. This is Robert McCarthy, who's a Lewiston city councillor. 
Give me your feel uh, knowing that area, knowing, you know, having been in that area, living there, um, your reaction to hearing that. Yeah. And, and as as I'm talking to you now, I'm getting text messages from people who who are there. And um, first of all, this is just devastating in the state of Maine. You mentioned the number of homicides in the state at about two dozen just last year. And as these reports come out that there are so many more, possibly at least 22 at this point. This is not a state that is equipped for something like this. If you look at that map there below me, you can see where Lewiston is. It's about 45 minutes north of Portland, Maine, the state's largest city, uh, this, the city there with the trauma hospital. Uh, Lewiston, Maine is sort of uh, we, it's a sister city with the uh, sister city of Auburn, Maine, right across the river there. So it's sort of one metropolitan area, uh, working class folk of about you know, 70, 80,000 people maybe in that area. Lisbon, where you were just talking about, is right next door. Once you get out of Lewiston and Auburn, though, it's quite rural. Uh, we're talking about, you know, no streetlights, no no lights on the road. Uh, it's very quiet, actually, which is why people moved to Maine in the first place. And having this kind of incident happen in Lewiston is devastating because the hospital certainly is not equipped to handle uh, the multitude of victims that are possibly needing help right now. Uh, Brian was mentioning help coming in from Boston. I assume that help will come in from uh, Manchester, New Hampshire, which is about an hour 15 away. Burlington, Vermont, which is on the other side of the mountains there. Um, but the amount of people who need help right now, there is just not the capacity to help them. It's just sort of astounding to hear that they are calling on helicopters from Boston to come and pick up those who they think, you know, maybe can manage that flight and be treated as far away um, as Boston. Uh, David, really quickly, I just want to read something from the Lewiston Public Schools. This is a message from the superintendent. Um, I think this is what's gone out to all the parents at this point. Um, Hello, there will not be school tomorrow. At this time, there will be no activity at Lewiston Schools, Thursday, October 26th. There remains a lot of unknowns at this time. Information moves quickly, but not always accurately. Please continue to shelter in place or get to safety. We will continue to update you with information and next steps as appropriate. Stay close to your loved ones. Embrace them. Our prayers go out to those who lost someone tonight. Our prayers go out to all those working to stop further loss of life. We will provide updates. Um, David Charns, having lived and worked in this community um, and, and having been a broadcaster and, you know, obviously having done breaking news in this community, it's hard to hear my colleague Brian Enton saying he can already hear the helicopters in the air. But at this point, there are multiple reports that he may be in custody. And I'm just wanting to get your lay of the land, how hard it would be in this area, uh, even with helicopters, even with night scopes, even with infrared, uh, to actually track someone like this. It is hard. We are talking about very densely forested areas. It is, um, there, there are a lot of trees in Maine. That is no secret. Um, there is a lot of rural homes. Um, I covered a uh, search for a person who shot a police officer. It took several days to find him, and they knew the general area where he was. 
And that took three, four, five days, I believe. So um, there are a lot of places to hide. I would put it like that. And uh, knowing that they found his car in the area of Lisbon, which is about a 20, 30 minute drive from Lewiston, again, in a rural area, you don't know what this person uh could be where where they could be, um, and certainly not having daylight out there and not having daylight um, for at least seven, eight more hours. Uh, it could take time unless when police give us uh, some information, hopefully soon, uh, it could take take time to, to find the suspect they're looking for. But also keep in mind that information travels very slow in the state of Maine. Um, in other states, when there's a blizzard or a major news event, the governor comes out, folks come out and have news conferences. That is not the culture there. It's a very sort of, you know, I'm doing my thing, you do yours. Um, and like I said uh, a couple minutes ago, this is just really the worst place for this to happen with the amount of casualties that we're hearing. I, ju- I want to also just, um, as your report, and thank you for this color. This is just, you know, um, invaluable to, to give us this feeling, you know, from someone who's been on the ground there for so long. The Department of Justice is also putting out this statement. The Attorney General has been briefed and will continue to closely monitor the situation. Federal law enforcement agencies are assisting our state and local law enforcement partners in Lewiston, Maine. And that aligns perfectly with other reports we have heard uh, that the FBI is assisting the Maine state police, state police of the state of Maine. Um, also wanted to just remind our viewers, if you've been sort of joining us in, in progress, we've been reporting on this for the last 45, 50 minutes or so. And one of the earlier reports that the um, Sun Journal put out said that a, a spokesperson for the Maine state police mentioned on, on social media that there's a staging center for the police at City Hall. Um, David, just knowing City Hall in Lewiston and given the number of different law enforcement agencies that will be aggregating, um, can you sort of picture this is a, a small town, this is a large town, the City Hall is massive, there will be ample uh, resources for them to try to strategize if, in fact, this man has been caught and if he has what they're doing in the ensuing emergency with so many casualties. Yeah, my guess, Ashley, is that inside City Hall right now, you have Maine State Police, you have Lewiston Police, you probably have Auburn Police, which is the city right across the river. You also have the Sheriff's Office dealing with um, all of this. If we're talking about other communities where this person may have gone, you're you're dealing with multiple jurisdictions here. Um, you had a guest earlier who was talking about um, the FBI and the FBI having an office in Portland, which is true. They um, have dealt with uh, things out of out of out of Portland before, so this is not like uncharted territory. Um, this is just dealing with something so massive and with so many people who need help, who need to get care uh, that that it may not be as quick as it were to happen in a much larger city. I mean, Lewiston is a city. It's just a a small American city. There's a main street. There's a library downtown. There's, you know, city council meetings. A lot of people know uh, who who each other are. Um, If you don't know one person, you have a friend who does. Uh, That's Maine for you. 
Um, but dealing with something like this on this kind of level is is certainly something that the state has just never seen before. Uh, KLS is lucky to have you. Um, don't go anywhere if you can. I don't know if you're <laughs> I, I, I'm going to beg that you stay with us, uh, David Charns, because your knowledge of this area is um, is, is exquisite. Um, David works for KLAS in Las Vegas, but he did spend a lot of time working um, in the state of Maine as a broadcast uh, news journalist and knows this area like no one else. I do want to tell you that there are a number of scanner reports of sightings of the shooter. And again, there are other reports that the shooter is in custody, but that's not being confirmed. We haven't got independent confirmation of that as well. I was fascinated to hear uh, David Charns say that the car that was recovered, and that was reported um, by the Sun Journal, that the police said that the, um, the white Subaru Outback was found near Lisbon Boat Dock on Frost Hill near Route 196. David said that's 20 to 30 minutes away from those those original shooting sites in Lewiston. So this killer um, made some mileage. He put some distance between himself and um, these incidents and the and the, the body count before at least ditching that car or potentially being caught. We're still working on that at this point. Uh, I don't know if um, Josh can, can hear me. Josh School, former FBI senior domestic terrorism agent. Can you hear me, Josh? Actually, I have you. And, and did I get your name right? S-K-U-L-E. Is it school? Yeah, it's school. Just, yeah. Okay. Uh, my question for you is that so many viewers are concerned um, that with everything that's happening in the Middle East right now, that this might be terror-related. Obviously, we have no reports on that at this point, nothing at all. My colleague Jennifer Koffendoffer weighed in looking at the, the posture of this murderer and the gun that he's wielding and the way he's wielding it. But with your expertise in domestic terror, I just wanted to get you to weigh in on this as well. <clears throat> well, I don't think you can rule out somebody that's taking action based on world events. That being said, you know, the investigation will determine what the ideology is behind this. I think it's really early right now. And what law enforcement is is really focused on is stopping this person from doing anything else like they've done already. I mean, this, you know, 22 dead is horrific. And they're looking to bring him into custody immediately. I want to just bring in a couple of statements that we are gathering uh, from our social media coverage at this point. Um, U.S. Representative Chelly Pingree posted, I am closely monitoring the reports of mass shootings in Lewiston. The unfolding violence is shocking, and I am holding the affected communities in my prayers. Also, Representative Jared, Jared Golden posted this, like all Mainers, I am horrified by the events in Lewiston tonight. This is my hometown Right now, all of us are looking to local law enforcement as they gain control of the situation and gather information. Our hearts break for those who are affected, and we encourage everyone to follow the directions of authorities as they conduct their work. And again, those instructions were crystal clear earlier tonight from the Maine State Police. Uh, shelter in place. Lock your doors. Stay off the roadways. Uh, let the police officers and law enforcement agencies who have convened together do their jobs to try to stop this threat, neutralize this murderer, mass murderer, 
and get this community safe again. Heed that warning if you are in the Lewiston area. And like I said, my colleague earlier, David Charns, said that this does now extend out those concentric circles because that car that the killer was driving was found 20 to 30 minutes away from Lewiston. So he made some distance. And whether there are additional scenes along the way, that has yet to be determined. Again, so much of this is happening as we're speaking live. So trying to sort of converge a lot of the reporting together to get an accurate picture of the path that this mass murderer took. What I can tell you again, I can give you that timeline. And this comes to us via the Sun Journal, um, that local newspaper, uh, the Lewiston Sun Journal. We don't have confirmation from the police department, but this is what they've been able to put together. That at 7.15 p.m. tonight, Eastern Time, a little over three hours and 20 minutes ago, police, fire, and rescue personnel descended upon the Spare Time Recreation Center. That is a bowling alley. That's on something called Mollison Way in Lewiston. A report came in of an active shooter. It always starts that way. And then shortly afterwards, reports came in that there was yet another active shooter situation at Schmengi's Bar and Grill restaurant located on Lincoln Street. And my colleague Jennifer Koffendoffer said earlier that these locations, you know, as you can see on the map, just not far away, would not have been hard to make it from one of these locations to the other. Then the third location at 8.15, a full hour after the first shooting incident, Lewiston Public Information Officer Derek St. Laurent telling the Sun Journal that another shooting reported at the Walmart Distribution Center on Alfred A. Plourd Parkway. Um, if I can, I want to bring in uh, Chris Grailnick. And at, as I bring in this new guest, I want to tell you that what you're seeing is some new video that has come into uh, News Nation. It's really hard for me to tell you exactly what you're seeing, but safe to say that this is the Lewiston area. Some of the police activity that has come in, obviously captured by viewers who have sent this in to us. Um, obviously, with such a fluid situation, we have no idea at what point in the series of murders this video happened, but you can obviously see that the roads look to be pretty bare, but for many of these uh, police vehicles. Chris Grelnick is an active shooter expert, former law enforcement expert as well. Um, Chris, are you on the line with me? Can you hear me? I can hear you, Ashley. It's good to be with you. I, I wish it wasn't under these circumstances. I so am exhausted from saying those words, Chris, and I feel you. I mean, this is just so devastating, and each one seemingly worse than the last. Um, I was at Newtown, though, so I still have that. Chris, just give me your thoughts as you hear the, the facts as they're unfolding. I think the police have a, a tremendous monumental task of uh, seeking the shooter. They're working, obviously, with the local uh, FBI, and at this point, D.C., with the attorney general releasing a statement. Unfortunately, his statement's not going to be able to help anyone right now beyond monetary um, um, ex help, if you will, uh, for tomorrow and other resources, because it really unleashes everything. And I'd push back just a little bit. Uh, your other guest was phenomenal of his reporting the um, network uh, person and said the local uh, FBI office is you know, equipped to deal with things like this. Actually, this is where the FBI headquarters comes in and flies in resources like no other scene. An active shooter is unique because no one uh, it's not a call for service it's not um something you were expecting you're not going to witness violence firsthand it's not a one-off violent encounter between one-on-one -on -one. um it's somebody coming with a desperate attitude 
They're going to settle a score. They're going to make everyone know their name, and that's why we don't say their names. And they're going to try and uh, one-up the last shooter. Many of them have several things in common, and yet you and I have spoke about active shooters to include Newtown way back when. Uh, I think the last time we were on together was about five years ago, and it's the same thing. We are all in shock when we call for A, gun control, or B, uh, assistance mental health, and we can't meet in the middle somewhere of let's help the would-be victims because the police are well-funded on what to do. They're going to do a great job. They're searching right now, and once they find him, they're going to either try to take him into custody or stop him because, God forbid, he tries to do it somewhere else. It's very rare that you see one shooter hit three locations, and they, they shoot people as if they're inanimate objects. And with 22 dead and 50 to 60 wounded, you know, this person obviously had a statement to make. Someone's going to start searching their social media sites immediately, which is probably already locked down. And I would I would bet even odds that he probably posted something that he was going to do it. And I have a saying, I, I said it way back when, I'll say it again. We live in a country of it'll never happen here. It always happens, you know, there. We've said so many times this is small town USA. Well, it happened. And there's what the resources and the support that this community is going to need. It's going to be exponential, and it's going to be up to all of us as a community effort to help them. And people in you know my line of work, uh, unfortunately, the domestic terrorism side, because that's what this is, a domestic terrorism event, um, will study it, learn from it, and try to prevent the next one. And that's why we moved into this sector from response. We cannot respond our way out of these. Once this person started shooting, the police started to respond. The people inside there were left with what? Run, hide, fight. And while that's a great starting point, we need to know where to run, where to hide. God forbid we're somewhere like a bowling alley. I mean, what, what, what should they fight with? I mean, how do you so, fight a, a weapon like that and a guy who looks like he knows what he's doing as, as he wields it? Let me just uh, add one more piece of information, and that is that a um, Lewiston City Councilor, I believe it's Robert McCarthy, who's the Lewiston City Councilor, has said that there are at least 22 dead. You know, oftentimes um, even local officials might hear things on the press and then report them on other press outlets. So I'm just going to keep that sort of in the mix. But when you start hearing local officials um, saying those numbers, it, it's something to be taken you know, seriously. Also, um, lo although, you know, Lewiston is the second largest city in Maine. It is still small. It has 39,000 people there. And local officials there have said in some interviews that the bowling alley, where this began, it's called the Spare Time Recreation Center. The bowling alley is on the outskirts of the city on one end. And the bar, the um, Schmengi's Bar and Grill, is on the outskirts of the city on the other end. Um, sort of hard to understand what that would be about, whether there were specific people in these locations. And don't forget the Walmart facility is the third location. So whether this shooter was just indiscriminately picking, you know, random locations that were disparate like that, or whether that shooter had people in mind. Um, Chris Grelna, can you weigh in on, on that in one way or another, just seeing the pattern of locations? Well, I think the outside the boundaries of what we see as a pattern probably will produce a pattern. Uh, very rarely do these people wake up one day and say, I, I'm going to become an active shooter. They study prior shootings. They make plans. They make maps. They post it on social media. They tell a friend. 
and they telegraph their intentions. It's usually over some type of grievance. Um, it could we've seen it in family violence, workplace violence, uh, mentally challenged people, bullied people, students, etc. And we need to address all of those things to look at what you just asked. Is there any type of pattern? I think it's obscure enough to say a restaurant, a workplace, and a place of recreation like a bowling alley, um, three different venues, three different types of people, a long way to drive if you are thinking of it from terms of a killer's perspective. The person's going to execute X amount of people or as many as he can in his brain and then get in his car and have the frame of mind to drive across town to another location. What most people watching and your viewers, um, you know, it, that may not realize, imagine the most tumultuous time in your life where your adrenaline spikes. You can barely lift your legs. You can barely breathe. This person had the wherewithal to get into a car and drive the one, then two, and then a fourth location where he tried to escape and appears he's on the, at large now. I, I don't know that to be true, but um, at, for all intents and purposes, yeah. not in custody. These murders were fuel. These murders fueled what he was doing. Um, uh, we say it a lot. Chris Gralnick, sorry we were meeting under these circumstances again. Yeah. Uh, don't go anywhere. Your uh, analysis of this has been invaluable. I'm going to fit in a quick break. When we come back after the break, someone um, from Live PD fame, also someone who is wise in active shooter training, a former SWAT officer is going to join me as well. Plus an update. We're waiting for a press conference at any moment from the locals and the authorities who are shepherding this project tonight, this effort, um, either to find that killer or to at least harness what they can in medical knowledge and resources to save as many people who have been shot as they can. Brief break, back right after this. Welcome back to our breaking news, our continuing rolling coverage of the search for this man, uh, reported to be 40-year-old Robert Card, responsible for unleashing as much lead as possible at three different firing locations, killing upwards of 22 people and injuring upwards of 60. Injuring so many that the city of Lewiston, Maine, where this happened, is asking for help from neighboring states to send helicopters to transport the injured to their hospital in Boston, in neighboring Massachusetts. The city of Lewiston, Maine, 39,000 residents, second largest city in the state, but overwhelmed by this mass, mass casualty situation. President of the United States has been notified. The Department of Justice has been notified. Both have set out statements on this active shooter. There were some reports he may have been in custody that is not being confirmed, and there are very, very few of those at best. Instead, what we are hearing is that the shelter in place that we heard for Lewiston has now extended to a place called Lisbon, Maine. And if that's familiar, you probably just heard in our coverage in the last 20, 30 minutes that Lisbon is about 20 to 30 minutes drive from Lewiston where this happened. And it is also the place where the shooter's vehicle was located. For a while, we were searching, actually, for that vehicle, a 2013 Subaru Outback, white in color, possibly with a black bumper. Uh, then it was reported by the police they had found that vehicle, and they'd found it in Lisbon. The exact report was that they found it at a dock in Lisbon. 
the Lisbon boat dock on Frost Hill Avenue near Route 196. And now, wouldn't you know it, we are hearing a shelter-in-place order for the people of Lisbon, Maine, where that car was found. So it is possible to surmise from that that they believe this murderer, this mass murderer, may now be in the Lisbon, Maine area. Obviously, this is an active situation because there is the crisis of trying to neutralize the murderer, but also deal with the detritus that he has left behind. And that is at least 22 dead and possibly upwards of 60 casualties, mass casualties. Um, the the health care systems saying that this is a mass casualty situation, calling on everybody who's off duty, the um, Lewiston City Councilor Robert McCarthy, calling in all off-duty medical staff, saying the hospitals aren't really equipped to handle this, as is evidenced by the call for outward states to send their helicopters and transport their casualties. I want to bring in uh, News Nation senior national correspondent Brian Enton, who's live on the ground right now. There has been, as is typical in a breaking situation, uh, the fog of war, and there is a lot of misinformation. Um, what are you hearing from your sources, um, both right and what can you dispel? Yeah, there is a lot of misinformation uh, right now. I'm glad you brought that up, Ashley. A lot of people online listening to the scanners, and you just cannot rely on information and scanner traffic and what the police are saying in real time during a situation like this as real hard evidence of what is going on because it is all evolving in real time. I was just thinking about it, Ashley. Uh, It's now been about three hours or maybe even a little more uh, since all of this began to unfold, and we still have not gotten an official update, not a press briefing, uh, not an official update from police, from state police in Maine or from the local police in Lewiston. Uh, they put out very uh, sort of generic information. Obviously, they put out the suspect photo, uh, but they've yet to give us a significant update about the number dead, about exactly what's happening in real time. And usually the reason for that is, is because it is still so active and they are so busy and things are evolving minute by minute. Uh, so I think we just have to be careful, everyone following along with this online, uh, what's reported right now, because it's changing uh, by the minute. But it's interesting you bring up Lisbon. I was just tracking the state police helicopter uh, online, and it is now circling over Lisbon over and over huh. again. So it makes sense that they would put that shelter-in-place order there. The shelter-in-place order is still in effect uh, in Lewiston, I saw some video from the Olive Garden uh, in Lewiston where people are still inside. Uh, they've got the doors locked. There are people still on the ground. So they're taking the shelter in place seriously. I also just saw some video, Ashley, you know, there was that Walmart distribution center that was involved. Uh, there's some video online, um, social media. You can see the place is all shot up. There's, there's broken glass all over the ground. Uh, so, so this is really a mess, uh, and it's still very much evolving. So, Brian, just tell me if you can, and you may not be able to do it in real time, but check it if you would. The fact that we got the report that this vehicle of Robert Cards, the suspect, uh, was found at the Lisbon boat dock on Frost Hill Avenue. Do you know if any of the surveillance or the helicopter or aerial activity, any drone activity, might actually be over the water? Is it possible that he went to a boat dock because he it could is. get a boat and get out on the water and seek, uh, you know, hiding out on in the blackness of the water. Yeah, it looks like there's a river right in that area, which is near where the state helicopter continues to circle. Um, 
And there are reports that the car was found there, and that would sort of add up with what we're seeing with the police activity in that area. But again, police haven't officially released anything at this point, and all they seem to keep re-emphasizing is that people should shelter in place. So that initial report that was circling around the suspect may be in custody, we have no indication of that. And it's spreading like wildfire. There's even fake videos online. So I just hope people in that area uh, continue to remain inside uh, because that seems to be the most important message right now uh, because all indications are this person is very much still on the loose. I'm just hearing uh, partial information from my control room about a photo that we're getting our hands on. Can, can someone just give me some clarity on what the photo is going to be? We're not putting it up just yet, but we're getting our hands on. It's a mugshot from the Lewiston, Maine Police Department. Um, I'm, I'm hesitant to call it a mugshot because oftentimes a mugshot can look like a driver's license. Um, And actually, you know what, I'm actually just hearing now it is a driver's license photo, presumably of 40-year-old Robert Carr. You can see the picture fairly clear right there. I mean, this is as clear as you're, you know, ever going to see someone in the midst of murdering as many people as he can try to. But once I get that photo processed and I can put it up on TV, at least you can get a closer look of Robert Card's face, the person that they are um, on the lookout for. And again, we were in a situation when we came on the air just a little over an hour and 10, 15 minutes ago, where the order was for the city of Lewiston to lock down, shelter in place, uh, stay off the roads because that man um, had gotten into his 2013 Subaru Outback, which was photographed with its door flung wide open, but he was somehow able to get into it and drive off from these three murder locations. And now, as we've learned, that car was located at the Lisbon Boat Dock on Frost Hill Avenue near Route 196. That'll mean a lot to people who are in this area whose lives might be in danger, by the way. If I'm being detailed, there's a a good reason. Um, If that car was located there, it would stand to reason that it's logical the killer is likely there. Uh, He took the car from this location, and it was discovered um, at that other location. So the people of um, Lisbon now are being told to shelter in place to be very careful, obviously, of their surroundings. Stay off the streets. Law enforcement will be everywhere, including above. Um, Brian already told you about the air traffic that is now um, easily uh, seen as monitoring the Lisbon, Maine area as well. Um, Also, just wanted to remind you that some of those locations in Lewiston, we still don't know Robert Card's connection to those three locations. One is a bowling alley on the outskirts of town. And local officials tell us that the other location, which is the um, bar and restaurant, Schmeggy's Bar and Grill, that's on the other side of town, on the outskirts. Two locations on the outskirts at opposite ends of the city. Where the Walmart location falls in between, I can't tell you that. I just know it's the third place that... um, was an active shooter location. I can't tell you where most of the casualties or dead were. There's that picture I told you about earlier, Lewiston Police Department releasing this picture. This is a driver's license photo of the suspect, Robert Card, 40 years old, obviously resembling very clearly um, the man in the photograph that was released earlier, emerging from one of the shooting locations. Uh, I have not got an updated casualty toll for you. At last, 
22 was being reported by multiple news agencies, big news agencies, um, and the number of injured still somewhere between 50 and 60. But Brian said it earlier, the main state police uh, have much, uh, you know, a much bigger job to do right now, and that is to neutralize this incredibly dangerous, lethal threat. Um, and then obviously, the other authorities have to tend to the dead and the living who want to continue living.